Welcome to the Haven Today Christmas Special. I'm Charles Morris, and it's my prayer that you are having a very Merry Christmas. Yesterday, we began a Christmas special called Veiled in Flesh, the Christ of Christmas. And we're looking at the amazing miracle of God being born as man, or as theologians call it, the Incarnation. Christians since the first century have worshipped Jesus as 100% God and 100% man. This truth is important for us to understand today. It gives us reason to worship him, even now, on Christmas Day. With Christmas comes the final days of the year. How do you look back? Some people make sure to spend time around the holidays reminiscing about everything that happened in the year before. Others like to journal. Then they spend the end of the year looking back at all the year's entries. But one thing is for sure. If we think hard enough, there will be regrets, memories of failure, things we wish we'd never said or done. Failure can be a powerful force. An article in Psychology Today says that failure makes goals seem less attainable and builds us into a fear of failing again. It recommends that you look back at a past failure and focus only on what was in your control. Yes, that's good advice. But what if your greatest failure in life was outside of your control altogether? Well, this is the very problem that Christmas solves for us. The birth of Jesus was the marking of a new creation. His coming points us back to the original creation and to Adam. In Scripture, the Apostle Paul connects the two men, the first Adam and the last Adam, our Lord Jesus Christ. In Romans 5, 14, Paul says that Adam was a pattern of the one to come. The pattern being that Adam and Jesus are both representatives. Yet Adam failed in the garden. And his failure belongs to us as well because we have all come from him. He represented not just himself, but the entire human race. The old saying goes, in Adam's fall, we send all. We need a new representative. Someone who will succeed where Adam failed. And that is the Christian hope, the second Adam, the hope of Christmas. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. Of our dear Savior's the world in sin and Ooh. 
This is a Christmas special called Veiled in Flesh, the Christ of Christmas. I'm Charles Morris, Point of Grace, leading us in a holy night. During Christmas, we have to remember we need someone like Adam to be our representative before God. Human beings are the ones who sinned, so we need a human being to make things right, a true human being. And that's why there was no other way except that the righteous God himself would take on human flesh. That's exactly who that baby in the manger was 2,000 years ago. He was the righteous God veiled in flesh, so that by the power of his divinity, he might obey God's law as a human being and for human beings, just like us. As in Adam, all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. That's how Paul put it in 1 Corinthians 15. That's the good news that weary women and men so desperately need today. The eternal Son of God has taken on your very same human nature. He was tempted as we are tempted. He faced hardship like we have faced hardship. But with that human nature, Christ the Lord succeeded. 
the second Adam, where the first Adam failed. Fully, finally, if that's true, then there is no failure too big that God cannot forgive, especially a failure that was out of your control, like the first sin that Adam committed. During this season, amidst the food and fellowship, the warm feelings, maybe just the phone calls to those you love, don't let your failures in the Christian life get you down. Turn back to the Lord. He's near to you now by his word and with his spirit and with him you find forgiveness. That is what Christmas is all about. Oh, come all you unfaithful, come weak and unstable, come know you are not alone. Oh, come
This is a brand new song inviting all those who feel unworthy and unfaithful to come to Jesus. This is why he came. Sovereign grace, come, all ye unfaithful. On a program called Veiled in Flesh, the Christ of Christmas. Some people I've met just don't like Christmas. As soon as stores stock their shelves with Christmas items and on the radio you start hearing Bing Crosby, they dread the arrival of that big day. Painful family dynamics, maybe the loss of someone they loved. All kinds of problems can sour a Christmas for you. And if that's you today, you're not alone. During the very first Christmas season, Mary, the mother of Jesus, was conflicted. Think about the position that she was put in. You know those familiar words in Luke chapter 1. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Mary is said to be pledged to be married in this passage. That is more than just our modern conception of being engaged. It was a legal status. So for a young woman like this, suddenly to become pregnant would surely have raised more than eyebrows. That's why in Matthew's gospel, he says that Joseph planned to divorce her quietly. This was a serious, even dangerous situation for a young Jewish woman to find herself in. Think of all the conflict and dread that you have faced this year. You may be facing it head on today. Christmas may not always be pleasant. Mary wasn't immune to this. When the angel came to deliver the Lord's message, Scripture says Mary was greatly troubled. And when she was told that a child would be born to her, she wavered in a moment of disbelief. How will this be since I'm a virgin? In what parts of your life are you wavering in your faith? The Bible is filled with people who understand. Even Mary, Jesus' own mother. And while Jesus himself never wavered, he still took on human flesh and lived in a world of weakness and pain. He understands. And for that, we can rejoice.
John Rutter and his Cambridge Singers with Good Christian Men Rejoice, an old English Christmas carol. He run a special program, Veiled in Flesh, the Christ of Christmas. Despite the clear signs of God's involvement in Mary's situation, it didn't make the circumstances more easy. Some people who are listening to this special right now know just how agonizing pregnancy can be, especially near the end. Mary spent her due date traveling on a donkey from Galilee to Bethlehem. And when they arrived, there was, of course, no room for them in the inn. The message of Christmas tells us that all this trouble and all the hardship was worth it. Mary gave birth to the Christ child. It was through her that our Savior received his human nature, true flesh and blood, just like us. He is, as Paul called him, the one mediator between God and man, the man, Jesus Christ. He came into this world with a true body and true soul in order that he might redeem your body and your soul together. The everlasting God was veiled in human flesh, and he's done this for you. In Mary's struggle, we see our own struggles. But look what the Lord accomplished through it all. He is the same God today. He works all things for the good of those who love him. He brings hope in the direst of circumstances. And he has come for us by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man. Born of the Virgin Mary, he was and he is a true human being, just like you and me. On this Christmas, may the joy of the Lord the Savior, fill your heart. May the greatness of what he has accomplished for you fill you with hope. May the greatness of what he has accomplished for you fill you with hope. And may his spirit fill you today and every day until he comes again.
What an arrangement from King's College in Cambridge, England, and their 100 years of nine lessons and carols. Charles Wesley, I already mentioned, wrote it. Some changes by his friend George Whitfield way back in the 1700s. Both of them kept that important line, veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity. I pray we all can worship Christ as both God and man in this special season. I can't thank you enough for spending some time with me today. I hope the carols, the hymns, the scripture we've heard have been an encouragement to your heart celebrating the coming of the Savior, His birth. We'd love to hear from you. We'd like to pray for you. Send us your prayer request by visiting us at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or you can even call us at 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. I'm Charles Morris, wishing you a Merry Christmas from all of us at Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. It's been called the Scarlet Thread, the promise of the Messiah traced throughout the Old Testament and into the New. For example, from Deuteronomy 18, It says, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. Psalm 72, May the kings of Sheba and Seba present him gifts. May all kings bow down to him and all nations serve him. Isaiah 7, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Luke chapter 2, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Wishing you a merry and Christ-centered Christmas. From Anchor Devotional at GetAnchor.com